0: So we have a few minutes for questions this morning.
1: see an attitude. I feel like I'm in an attitude, in a filter. I can't see it very clearly. In fact, I can't see it at all.
0: But you know it's there.
1: Well, that's the question. That's the question. <laughs> do I know it or do I not know it? And obviously, a version is telling me, well, you, don't, you have no evidence for that. You can't really see it
0: it's not there it mm, that sounds like doubt That's, yes, yes. there a lot of doubt actually makes well.
1: so as I as thoughts um, as I have recognition of certain thoughts most many of them just go by but some of them uh, and they're more than thoughts sometimes they're whole stories of thoughts they're, they're quite negative Um, uh, that's the evidence in the sense that I have uh, the observation that I have
0: that that this is a version I see, so so you're seeing a variety of kinds of thoughts that seem to have a a negative tone to them would you say they have a negative tone to them? okay, so the variety of thoughts that have a negative tone to them is uh, having you um, infer there must be some field of aversion there.
1: That's that, that's the evidence. I okay. I keep coming yeah. back to that word, because uh-huh. that's something hard and substantial that I can see. The other piece is what I started with. There's this sense, this felt sense, that I'm seeing things
0: through a negative Okay. So that felt sense that you're seeing things through a negative filter, that's um so it it, it feels it sounds like it feels kind of nebulous, not very clear. Um and that's okay. You know, so that's what your mind is noticing in that moment. You don't have to say, Yes, that's aversion. I mean you don't have to like put a stamp on it and say, Yes, that's what it is. Instead you might um um Use kind of what I talked about this morning, the simplicity of just things feel unclear or things feel complicated or uncertain that's what you're recognizing uncertainty
1: and a discomfort with the uncertainty,
0: and a discomfort with the uncertainty. yes, yeah, so um we don't have to n- know precisely what we're. Recognizing what's in awareness. If it's not clear, we can kind of just step back and recognize not clear. Um, there may, as you say, there's this feeling, this kind of cloudy feeling, perhaps of negativity. Cloudy feeling is happening. You know, just just acknowledging the the um, cloudiness, and then it sounds like the confusion, the doubt, the uncertainty around that, and then. You've got multiple layers going. So there's there's first there's the negative thoughts. Then there's this nebulous feeling of negativity. Then there's the doubt of what it is, or the uh, uncertainty of what it is, and the unpleasantness of having that be uncertain. <laughs> the many many kind of layers. And and if you can kind of just step back and recognize, wow, big mess is happening. <laughs> you know, you don't even have to. Uh, um, recognize or or identify or pull out the threads. Just be with that experience, that feeling. Like I think I said at one point, you know, just like the, it's like put your arms around the whole big mess of it and just meet whatever is obvious. And that what is obvious may be, I have no idea, uncertainty, unclarity may be what's obvious. And that's completely a normal kind of, Recognition. So that's that's fine to to recognize it in that way, and it actually sounds like in your description of it, it may be that you're not you haven't yet, you know, clearly recognized all those various layers. But in your description of it, you identified some various pieces that were happening. You know, so the uh, it may be that as you hang out with the whole mess of it, at times, kind of the feeling of not liking may be most obvious. And at other times, the feeling of confusion may be most obvious. And at other times, the feeling of that vague feeling of negativity may be kind of what comes to the surface of that big, messy ball. And just kind of watch it ebb and flow in that uh, cloudy way. I think sometimes we think, you know, things need to be precise and clear and uh, identifiable, and a lot of what happens in our mind, especially as we're kind of settling into it, is not at all uh, uh, able to be categorized in those ways. So the the sense of doubt when things are cloudy, fuzzy. Oh, doubt. Okay, doubt. <laughs> that's that's also part of this whole this whole mix.
1: Talking about the thoughts, and part of the troubling piece of the thoughts is they don't fit a pattern. Uh, and I think what I'm seeing, or feels right now what I'm seeing is that they're different threads,
0: uh-huh.
1: different pieces of this.
0: May well be. They don't kind of line up and agree with each other. <laughs> and our minds often don't line up and agree. <laughs> you know, we have whole uh, committees in there that. Disagree with each other. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, I noticed in the evening the meta being kind of a capping or something for our time together, and yet Utejaniya doesn't go into that. I was just wondering why you think, or does he discuss why he doesn't? Well, so I I have had conversations with him about this. And um, so the question about metta and uh, it seeming to be helpful doing the metta practice in the evening and the chanting around the metta and that feeling like it's a a nice cap to the day. And, um, you know, Saito Tejaniya doesn't talk much about metta. um, And I think, I mean, what he has described in his own experience is that for him, the practice of metta was not very helpful. Um, you know, that what he discovered, and he's he's a strongly aversive type. You know, he has that that strong aversive tendency. That's my understanding of his description of himself. That he has that strong tendency towards uh, aversion. And for some of us who are aversive types, myself included, the metta practice actually feeds the aversion in some way. <laughs> you know, it's like it, 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 uh, that it takes... it takes. Um, for me, it took quite a long time before my heart could be uh, relaxed and non-aversive enough to be able to even let in the metta. So for me, it also took quite a while before I could could practice the metta in a um, profitable way and not have it just feel like it was squashing down the... Uh, the aversion, somehow trying to suppress the aversion. So um, what he's described for himself is that when he practiced metta, and when he stopped, you know, he could he could feel lovely feelings. But when he stopped practicing metta, it was like all of the anger just exploded again, you know, so it, it didn't seem to have a a deep impact on him, it let him just step aside from it. But what he did find was helpful, and that he entered into the arising of metta, naturally, the more the wisdom came. So the deepening of wisdom, for him, opened his heart to metta. Uh, Metta began arising naturally, as opposed to having to be cultivated with a specific practice. And so for him, that was a very natural pathway. As teachers, we teach what we know a lot, and um, I think partly that's why he hasn't emphasized metta, because it, hasn't, it, has, it has been a result of practice for him more than an avenue for practice. At the more he's been exposed to Westerners, um, and the more he's seen how Westerners really benefit from the metta practice. Now, I've heard him say. Uh, I was hearing, o- overhearing. I mean, in the in a kind of a group discussion, heard somebody uh, ask him about metta and saying, you know, I find the metta so helpful for me in um, helping the mind to settle down. It opens my heart. It allows me to to relax into being here. And his response was, "Great, do it, use it." <laughs> he didn't used to say that, you know, not as much, you know, but, um, he, so he's, he's shifted his, um, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's expanding his understanding of different minds, I think, you know, and, uh, really understanding that for some minds, the metta is extremely helpful. So, um, you know, I too, I think that the, that one of the big pieces of this practice, the main, uh, tool of this practice is cultivating wisdom and seeing the result of that. And we bring in other things. We bring in uh, a stabilizing object if we need it. We may bring in metta if it supports us. Um, But it's all in the service of being able to meet experience. Yeah. So we should um, stop...